I am American, American, red, white, and blue. That's the song you choose. Because this is RuPaul's Drag Race US. I'm Annie. I'm Minty, and we're doing season 13, episode 4, where we finally get an elimination. And then later on, during the second half, we'll do UK, and we'll, I'll hopefully change the lyrics by then to be like, red, white, and tea. <laughs> And this is Fun Untitled, where we serve every podcast with an F you. You know, I've always thought, oh, we should meet the queens. We should, like, you know, do what all the, everything season 13 was doing. But having three weeks of no elimination was a little weird for me. It made this first queen going home, which we won't spoil to the end, kind of more sad. Yeah, but I kind of knew. I was coddled. <laughs> I was, I was like, no one's going home. We're all going to have a grand time. It's COVID, baby. It's the only time she's allowed out of the house. She's only allowed to be in that social bubble. Yeah, basically. But let's get into this challenge. Um, well, okay, first, what did you think about them hiding Elliot from the pork chop queens? That was there to stir the pot, and I understand it because it was TV. But... It's kind of sad because in the last episode, we saw all the queens being remorseful they sent her home. So it was a real whiplash to see them be kind of bitchy where they were like, eh, we sent her home because her first impression was bland. I know, like, Elliot was really hurt, but I'm like, girl, you know they had nothing to go on. They should have brought the nail. (laughs) You could have got the nail. Gamora Haas Denali's best friend in the entire world. We ain't gonna vote her out. And we ain't gonna vote the talented queens out. I thought it was really funny when Elliot went for Tamisha. Oh. (laughs) You can see all this chihuahuas around and you hit the pit bull. I love Tanisha. If she's not the narrator of the season, I don't know what I'll do. (laughs) Because I can't understand Candy Muse. And this ain't no racist thing about I can't understand her list. Because if you can't tell, I have a really strong, weird accent too. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's like a, not a hate crime. For sure, yeah. Now RuPaul's ch- main challenge for them is to create RuPaul Mark movies, which is basically Hallmark movie ripoffs. Well, fast. I'm just so curious who actually watched Hallmark. Because we see all these jokes and gaffes, and I've never seen one. Yeah, it's like, we all know the jokes, but we've never actually seen a movie where we could actually make fun of. Like, there's not really, I don't think there's a famous Hallmark movie. Do we count the KFC? Ooh, the recent one? Yeah. Technically, still haven't seen it, even though it's like 20 minutes long. <laughs> but that's a famous one I can name. That's true. I think Hallmark did Gone Girl. What's Gone Girl? Gone Girl is this one where Neil Patrick Harris was in it, where basically this woman, she was in an unhappy marriage, so she um staged her own death and tried to pin it on the husband, and a lot of shenanigans ensued. It's a very serious drama. I, I shouldn't have said shenanigans. <laughs> it feels like double jeopardy in, in an opposite sense. I don't remember. Don't quote me on this because I only seen the cinema sin version, but I think they get back together because she turns out to be pregnant. Oh, that that. That's not a good plot. But you know what? Par for the 80s. <laughs> or whatever came out. Hey, all these movies that these girls did must have been better than Gone Girl. So we had the Valentine's Day, Misery Loves Company. Then we have the Flag Day one, God Loves Flags. Gotta pronounce that L. You God- take that L. <laughs> Gotta pronounce that L in flags. Um, and then the April Fool's Day, April Fool's Russian. I like that title. That's like... <laughs> I just got it. The way you pronounce I just got it. Oh my goodness. Let's just talk maybe a little bit about each group in the rehearsal. 
Valentine's Day one had Denali, Elliot, Kamora, and Olivia. Denali and Olivia should have switched. Oh, you think so? Olivia had that old granny feel, but... Because Olivia did great in her role, and Denali clearly struggled. To be fair, Olivia had only like five lines to study, to memorize, and Denali had to memorize the whole script. Yeah, but Olivia nailed all hers. Denali did not nail any of them. But if you're only rehearsing three lines... That's true. Oh my god, Kamora. Okay, <laughs> I feel bad, because I think as the tree, it would be hard, but she had all the puns to be in her arsenal to do well. Yeah. It's I- like, find the pun word and emphasize it. How hard is that? Okay, without thinking about it, say that line that Kamora had trouble with. I want to see if you can do it. I was rooting for us. You know, yeah. It's basically the same thing. It's what Kamora couldn't do. She kept emphasizing us. Yeah, or like just keeping everything in the same level. Yeah. And it's like, I'll be like, my bark is worse than my bite. Like, you don't emphasize the bite. Yeah. It's the, <laughs> it's the pun. I was rooting for us. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Gotta, yeah, it's just kind of like you can't even think about the us. I don't know, Elliot's performance was eh. Elliot didn't really have... She was a dumb bimbo. She didn't deserve the hate that she got at the end of the episode. Oh, Neon Talk. Yeah, but yeah. she wasn't bad. There's a difference between doing bad and knowing sticking to your lane. Yeah, that's true. We went to the flag group, which was Lalari, Rose, Simone, and Utica. Real fast. How did Lalari not end up on the bar? I have a conspiracy theory. They made Denali fight against Kamora Hall. They wanted to see Denali dance again. I thought you were going to say it's because they wanted the drama for these two queens because they're clearly friends and from Chicago. That's true. Because they since, do that a lot. Ever since Brooklyn Heights had to fight Vanji, um, these lipsticks are rigged. Yes, that is something where they they know how to like bend the rules. Yes. Yeah, Lalari should have definitely been on the bottom. I didn't even like her runway look, which we'll get into later. She was so just terrible. Like, it wasn't even sticking to your lane. It was just delivering all your lines flat. Yeah, which was weird because her performance in the muse- in the last one when she congratulation was great. I think there's a lot of disconnect because we get to see the practice. We got to see all the bad takes that Candy Muse couldn't see. Oh. So Candy Muse saw all the best scenes. That's true, yeah. And kind of, I don't know if this is fair or not, but clearly they considered how the girls was doing practice, if they was prepared, how much direction they needed. True, but sometimes you can tell from performance, like, all that background stuff. Like, Rosé and Simone killed it. Oh my god. I like to think Rosé, if she had a better one-way look, she had a better chance against Simone. I don't know, it's hard to beat that cultural reference. It's really sad because, I'm just going to digress a little, the Nolly kind of did a cultural reference, but it went over all the judges' heads. I know the Nolly was saying it was like a Mexican god, I can't pronounce that. I know the god, the Q one. It's racist if we try. Yeah, the snake of life. But it what the dress itself wasn't very Mexican. Oh. Uh, I thought, to me, it looked very much like a Las Vegas showgirl look. It reminded me of a... I don't know. It's like those performance in Mexico when they have that kind of outfit with the giant feathers. I think that's what the Vegas look is based off of. Utica? Okay, when she was talking to RuPaul, RuPaul laughed forever. The edits this episode was really shady. But the Utica edit was really long. That was funny, but... Yeah. It took you a while to get... Because Utica's like the sweet church girl, right? Oh, yeah. Like, I she was the Seventh-day Advocate. Yeah, but she's <laughs> hanging out with Mary Jane in the backyard or something, you know? Yeah. And her performance was okay. 
she couldn't remember her lines, and it always confused me when they do takes and it doesn't make the final cut. Like, uh, where was the, you know, where's my bomb? Yeah, that was weird. Although, props to Lala Wee for trying to help Utica. Oh, true. Like, damn, Lala Wee, you memorized your own lines and someone else's? <laughs> hey, I mean, it's just one line, right? Mm. Uh, then the April's food rush in was Got Mick, Joey J, Candy Muse, Timmy Mon, and Tina Burner. Oh my god, they didn't show any of Tina in the rehearsal because oh. they know she had it. We know she had it. Tina didn't... Okay, don't get me wrong. Tina acted well. She didn't really shine in That's April. the reason why she was safe. Yeah. And Rosé was high for her acting. I just kind of wonder why because the acting seemed to be on the same part. Uh, maybe just because Rosé had a funnier role as oh. the gnome. Naomi. Gnome. You get the pun? Was that gnome called Naomi? Yeah. Oh, oh, every time you say Naomi, I just think of Naomi Smalls, and yeah. I leave this I astral project into the next realm. <laughs> all of a sudden, you see like her, all her like best lip syncs <laughs> from like, All Stars 4. Okay, uh, this is something I cannot articulate. Candy Muse being herself should not be considered acting. I think it's just the fact that she was able to bring it. I guess it's kind of like, I'm going to drag UK into this a little, how Lawrence Chaney was, has, is really charismatic, but he can't bring it into acting. Yeah. So I guess that's what a skill is. So yeah, like and also like over- overcoming nerve. Like when she got lost in the congratulation performance, she like totally was like deers in a headlight, right? That's true. But this time she was like, she got it, she's ready. Sometimes everyone's bar of comedy is so low because when she's just doing that dance and everyone was laughing, I was like, really? I think it's funny if you see it in real life. Probably. And it's hard because when you see her performance compared to other people, like Simone, you're not impressed anymore. I was going to say, Gottmik, they did pretty well unless you compare it to Simone who had the same exact role. Yes, but I still think Gottmik should have been on the top. The top three and the bottom three was very controversial. Yeah, Simone and Rosé, obviously they belong at the top. Yeah. But I don't think it should have been Candy. It should have been Gottmik. Okay, I would choose Gottmik over Candy because Candy's dress was really mismatched. Like, that was a Utica dress in some way. To be fair, though, I actually did like Candy's dress, but I didn't realize the black were panties. Oh, um, you thought that was intentional? See, when I first saw it, I thought it was like like something jetting out to give it more like a unique shape and oh. body. Like just like a little cone, you know? Yeah. To help flare out train. But when I really saw it, I was like, oh, it's not as nice as I thought, but I still kind of... I like the velvet texture. Let's go through all the runways real fast before we get into the drama alert. Yeah, um, we talked about Denali's bird outfit. I thought it was nice. You was like, eh. No, because compare that to... I don't know if you remember Alexis... Mateo? Mateo, yeah, in All Stars 5. Yeah. When she did her variety show and she had the orange showgirl. Oh, yeah. And that was like feathers up and about and it's just like she looked like a whole circle of decorations. Oh, yeah. While the Nali one was like, there's a mullet and a train and no circles. Very like flat in a sense. It was ostrich feathers. You said you don't like feathers. I do. I don't mind bird looks. Yeah. Especially when it's like this, but I still didn't care for this look. Look, you saw Courtney's cock angels look, and then everyone ruined you. Yeah, maybe. Then Elliot, I did like Elliot's look, so she had like this white suit, which was kind of, not lacy, but it had like strips of like cloth and It was kind of like BDSM a little. Like if I had to combine lace and BDSM. In a sense, yes. It's the best way I could describe it. 
Yeah. Very anime. I liked it. I really I liked, liked it. it. I really liked and it. And it was too. very like tomboyish or andronious. It, it was a great non-binary wedding dress. Yeah. And um, oh, the only thing Kamora Hall did right. Okay, I would totally bet money that Kamora Hall would be out first. But holy shit, that gold dragon outfit is beautiful. It's fantastic. Like, she can stay in the show if she has outfits like that. Not like the first three episodes or two, you know? Yeah. Like, that's a fantastic outfit. It's so sad. We ended with Hall, now we begin with Hall. <laughs> Comes with a circle. And then we go to Olivia Lux. She... I loved her outfit. Her outfit is like Elliot's, but elevated. It's so pretty. Like, holy shit. Hey, girl, you wasn't on top. Your performance was okay because you didn't really shine. Well, you were the best in that group. Definitely. But compared to Rosé and everyone else... Yeah. Sorry, girl. You was not on top. But damn, your gold eye makeup, so pretty. What I couldn't stand was, like, on the main runway, I couldn't see any of those details. But then in the untuck, I could see it all. And I was like, oh my god. You know what pissed me off? She had purple eyeshadow to contrast with the gold makeup. But there was no purple on that outfit. Oh. It should have been white. Oh, yeah. It should have been white. It would have looked good against her skin. Mm-hmm. Then Lala V. I'm the only bitch that doesn't like her outfit. I didn't like it either. It's oh, like thank a, God. Like, um, it was like a suit with snake pattern and then like a, like, almost like a hijab. Hey, Lala V. Why the mask? Is it because of COVID? You've been wearing masks a lot. <laughs> now, I did kind of like the mask for this outfit. I, I think it matched the snake theme and I love the snake pattern, but the outfit was terrible and the reveal was not worth it. <laughs> Like, next time, take out the train, like, the big train, you know? Take out the thing that covers your reveal and put something that's gonna cover up your boringness. You know what outfit was really disappointing? Rosé. It was a blue suit with something glued to the back. Yeah, that wasn't a good... It was interesting. Rosé, I was rooting for you. I'm still rooting for you, but... Come on, girl. I get you want to look like Betty White and Golden Girls, but... That was just weird. Yeah. It wasn't... It was the, the spirit of the train was not there. I, I wish it was maybe a dress. Maybe that would've helped. I don't know. I, the back choice is what gets me the most. That's true. Bring it to Simone. Okay. I don't care for her look. It kind of looks like PJs to me, but I do like the do-rag. That I, was cute. I thought it was hella nice. And I, you know, when the black judge says that's a great cultural reference, you listen to the black judge. No, no, I get that too. I, but I'm pretty sure they're only referring to the do rag, not mm. anything under the head. Then we go to Utica's. Utica as like the Victorian gone with the wind curtain look was amazing. I, I the greatest shoulder pads in existence. It's like so campy. I love it. It reminds me of this Tom and Jerry episode where I think he made a tuxedo out of a curtain oh. and it kind of looked just like that. It's like Utica, if you had a better performance, you would be up top. Utica, I think I got on top. Me. In what world, when you forgot your line and you was in the same group as Simone and Rosé? I know, she was only looking at, like, outfits. She's thinking, like, oh, these challenges are, like, the runway base, But it's like, no, it's performance base. Something I love is when I, like, ran to you and was like, I get why Gottmik was wearing pink and blue. Yeah. I just got it. <laughs> Gottmik had the beautiful flowy pink, blue, and the white jewels. The but middle was just a little too busy for my liking. Far away, she looked amazing. Yeah. Up close, it was like, eh, it's a little disjointed. Nipple. Yeah. It's a nipple. Another thing I don't really care about in office is to show the nipple. And you know why she has to do it. 
I understand. I mean, was I dumb for not realizing it was the trans flags when I first saw it? I mean, it was pretty obvious. How was it obvious? It was pale pink, pale blue, and white jewelry. I those are my favorite colors. <laughs> um. Okay. Then we go to Joey's J look, which was the black with the red, and the train was a tongue. Now look, I like the campiness of the tongue being a train. I just didn't get how the front matched the back, matched the head. It didn't make sense how the front had flowers. I don't know if they were supposed to be taste buds. I wish Joey J was on the bottom <laughs> because her performance was bland and her outfit made no sense. It was like, I don't know if you remember, but um, Alyssa Edwards is known for having one of the worst outfits because she had like an outfit with three different fabrics. Oh. This is Joey J's Alyssa Edwards' worst outfit. <laughs> that was the camo one? Maybe. I think it might be something else. Okay. There was one season, this queen, she had to make an apocalypse look and she had the ugliest outfit I've ever seen. It's hard when you're making things out of trash or like goodwill stuff. Maybe those we had to give slack to. Maybe. We already talked about Candy. I kind of liked it. That could have been more done. Candy's outfits aren't big enough. Like, I don't know if it's like, oh, I'm a big girl, so I don't gotta go big. It's like, you should still go big with your outfits. I wish they explained why her first outfit wouldn't work. Oh, yeah. And what what did they do? I can't believe Candy, Tina Burner, and Got Mick are friends. Like, I'm sure Candy Muse has a great personality off-screen. I'm sure everyone would like to kiki with her. She's so annoying on-screen, but... Yeah. Then Tamisha Mon came out with the pink suit, and her train was attached to, like, a tutu around the waist, and I was like, this outfit cute, but I don't like. This outfit kind of basic. Yeah, like, I know your other outfits were, like, fantastic, but this one's like, eh, it's okay. And as people who don't know who Cher is, we can only base you off your outfit. Real quick, I do want to admit that Iman kind of got a short stick in the acting because you know they love Cher, they're always going to want you to just do Cher. So I can understand why she felt like she didn't really get to do much, mm. but do well because like, all you're doing is going, whoa. Yeah. Which is dumb in my perspective, but probably because I don't really know Cher. God, I can't even name you one song Cheryl sang. RuPaul, name five of Cheryl's songs. Me. Time After Time? Was that Cheryl? I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Time After Time. After time. When you fall, I will catch you. That one? Yeah. Cool. And then Believe. Do you believe? Why did Jack McFarlane from Will and Grace not sing Time After Time more? Copyright. Okay. <laughs> Um, and then, oh my god, Tina Burner being a train oh. conductor with the, her train being the railroad tracks. Okay, that's campy. That's camp. That's super campy. Love you, Tina, well. but I'm so glad whenever you branch out from the yellow and orange. Oh, it's so cute. Tops. You have your bottoms. We don't agree. But basically, Simone wins. That's an obvious. Yeah, Simone she wins. She killed it. And then Candy Muse and Rosé is on the top with her, even though we don't agree with Candy Muse. Should have been got, Mick. And then the bottom, Denali, Kamora Hall, and Lalari. Who would you ask see in the bottom? Lalari or Joey J? Ooh. To be fair, though, I don't actually think Denali should have been this bottom, but maybe because she took on a main role she had and failed it, she's just on the bottom. I think Joey J should have been on the bottom. Her outfit wasn't that great, and the grandmother role was just garbage. Yeah, I, I kind of think Kamara Hall should have maybe lip-synced against Joey J. I was really hoping one of the girls from Team A would have been on the bottom, then lost. Oh, so they don't have their nose so high? Yeah. Yeah. 
So Denali ends up lip syncing against Kamora Hall to 100% pure love. That is going to be one of my most favorite lip syncs of all times. Because one, Denali was an amazing dancer. And two, Kamora had an amazing dress. <laughs> oh man, it was, no one can beat Brooklyn Heights versus Evie Oddly. But damn, Denali could give Brooklyn Heights her run for her money. If Denali could go up against Brooklyn Heights in All Stars, let's say 7, that's going to be fantastic. And it can't be like a finals thing. It has to be like a, yeah. oh, you could go home yeah. if you don't do this, which actually doesn't happen in All-Stars, but still. <laughs> it was. Denali's timing and the way all her dance moves being hyper-specific to the lyrics never misses. Always on beat. Oh my god. I love it so much. The- and Denali has a YouTube channel and I love watching her videos. So sad for Kamala Hall. Never had a chance in that dress. She looks stunning, though. She looks stunning, but she no way she could move. Because you know how sometimes queens, they dance in an outfit they can't move in, so they whip off the dress? Yeah. You ain't whipping that dress. Oh, no, yeah. You might as well just be standing still looking pretty than stripping naked and trying to go against that. I thought what was interesting, I did not know Denali and Rosé were so close. Yeah, okay, the untuck? Yeah. Real a lot. Real the hell a lot. I was surprised at the moment when Candy left with Simone, Utica, and Joey J to shit talk about Elliot with two T's. Because why wasn't it the Kiki group? Yeah, why did they separate at that point? I don't know. Maybe they got different protocols because of COVID. Oh. And I, I was surprised Rose or Tina brought up the fact that Rose did better in this acting challenge. Maybe it's just because they both did well. So I was like, there's nothing really to compare and contrast. Maybe it's like a hidden rivalry. They don't want the canvas to see. Yeah, it's like, ugh, you guys are like too mature for this. Where's my Alyssa Edwards versus Coco Montreese drama? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, the Alyssa Edwards and Coco Montreese got annoying real fast. That's true, it did. When Candy Muse went after Elliot with two T's, I just saw the promo of... Tamisha being yeah. like, oh girl, bring it down a level. It's like, Candy Muse, why, why are you going after her wig? I know. It's like, leave the girl alone. Jeez, Candy. Why do you think you should have been up there? Like, this poor girl, like, insulted by the Team B, and now you're going to go after her? I know. I feel like Candy's a girl that can dish it but can't give it back. Oh, yeah, definitely. So anyways, more Hall is gone. It's still very sad to see a queen gone, but it's part of the show. No surprise there. <laughs> Untuck is finally interesting. I am Britain, Britain, red, white, and blue. Oh, I guess they still have the same colors. It's the Union Jack, baby. That's right. We're going to put on our top hats, put on our monocles, and wear a little mustache as we talk about Drag Race UK. Okay, so we go into how Horror's a bitch. <laughs> and she really attacked Tia Coffee. To be fair, that name, what do you expect? A horror. That sounds like a bitch name. I guess. But I was like, jeez, girl. Think you're so good. What did she say about Tia Coffee again? I don't remember. Right? Like, we just knew it was bitchy and she said a lot of bitchy things. Yeah, because she says bitchy things throughout the whole episode. I mean, that's why she got Secretary of Shade. Who was worse? Ahora or Cherry Valentine? Ooh, I think Ahora because I think Cherry was just confident against Veronica, but Ahora is just mean. Yeah, yeah, in the beginning, they got voted certain roles, the m- most basic bitch. That was cute, because um, Tace was trade minister. Kind of thought Cherry should have been trade minister. But I, get, I can see why it's Tace, too. Um, Black don't crack. <laughs> Cherry was just some white boy. Yeah, yeah fair enough. 
leader of the house of lording it up. They gave it to Lord Cheney. Ironic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's cause, because Lauren's got a big personality. Yeah. Or something. And then the Baroness of Basic, Tia Coffee. I wonder if she has a coffee account. Da 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 da. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure no one's made that joke. Bite me. People in the UK don't have that site. You don't know. You don't know me. <laughs> so Tia Coffee got the role of assigning the roles to the rats, the musical live. I guess she did the nice thing of giving queens the best role. I haven't seen a queen lately who's done it where they tried to ruin someone. It's hard because we talked about this before, where when you're on Drag Race, if you're not confident you can win first, you better win fan favorite. Yeah, I mean, because you really gotta play the long game as well as the short game. I think All-Star was the last time I saw someone give out bad roles. Do you remember the... I think it was Alaska. I could be completely wrong. Yeah, maybe. I do wonder though, it's like, okay, obviously give yourself the best role, but then like, you don't really know these girls that much to really give the worst role. I thought something was interesting was that Tia Coffee knew Cherry Valentine couldn't have like a really big role, and that's why she gave it to Veronica Green. Yeah, although she did make it sound like she was protecting Sherry too. No, 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 I'm just, I'm not, I don't think it, sh- it was being shady. I'm surprised she knows Cherry's skill. Like, do they know each other outside of drag, I wonder? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, when Veronica was, like, stating that she's has, like, 15 years of, like, performance, can sing, dance, and Cherry was like, yeah, so what? And it's like, so what? That's everything. Like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Honey, if that doesn't matter, what does? Yeah, and then you're like, then it's like, I had the same thing. I just don't brag about it. I was like, do you? Because you did not perform as well as Veronica. I think it was implied that Cherry was in her own head and nervous the entire time. Because why? She didn't get the role she wanted? I don't know. Maybe because it's hard. You know how the judges kept saying, oh, it's harder because you have to work in threes? Yeah. Which I think would be easier because you can build off each other. But I guess maybe what that sister-sister was saying was right when Lawrence Cheney was dragging them down. But I also think Lawrence had a good point when she was like, you're safe. You're fine. Why you bitching? Yeah, why you bitching? I still think you could have been like, the Beyonce of Destiny's Child, you know? Still could have stood out on your own. You know what was weird? Uh, Jane was given the main role as Athena, whatever. Astina? Oh, Astina was given the main role of Jane. Yeah, I didn't care for Astina's performance. Jane didn't really do anything. I can't remember if Jane had a solo. Yeah, you know what? She had like little lines, but nothing really. And then her big part was with Veronica Green or Evita Von Fleas. My goodness. I just want to say they all look like cats. I know it's a parody of cats, but none of them look like rats. I only figured out it was a parody of cats when I saw them. I was like, they look like cats. Wait a minute. I hate Remember, this was filmed in 2019 and then COVID hit, so that's why it was pushed back to 2021. But back then, they were being relevant. That reminds me. After this, you have to listen to the song Memories in its full glory. Yeah. Some some musicals are have good songs that you can listen to out of context. Some are not so good. What context do you need? She's a hooker cat who was left on the streets. That's all you gotta know for memories. I guess. 
You didn't even listen to the song yet. Yeah, fine. But Veronica Green stole the show. Oh yeah, totally. with the rat pasties that you wanted me to draw so <laughs> badly, and I said no. I know. Aren't you guys disappointed? Go bite me. Leave a comment that you're disappointed that you didn't get to see rat pasties as I thumbnail. Leave a comment if you're gonna bite my ass. <laughs> because you didn't put the rat pasties. I sort of got. I will skip the rest of this performance and just go to the final runway look. I know. Yeah, I don't even want to really go into everyone's performance because I thought everyone did fantastic, especially like taste. But I guess they did bad because not many people got good critiques. Yeah. Like it was obvious Veronica Green won because everyone else was just really nervous. I guess because it's different singing live and lip syncing. No, for sure it is. Oh, they did like Tia Kofi's. That nerd can perform. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the ear. That's like a classic rat mutation experiment gone wrong trope. Yeah, I wonder... I'm guessing it's based off something weird, but all I can think about is growing a dick in South Park. Oh my god. So funny. <laughs> Let's get to the runway real quick. Theme was surprise, surprise. At first I thought it was going to be reveals, but then Ahoy came out looking like a magician, so I was like, oh, maybe it's just legit, you know, surprise, surprise. That'd be cute if it was magic theme. Give me a magic theme. It'd be so effing cool. <laughs> now I'm upset. Yeah. Well, I guess it'd also be very hard. Who's the bitch in season two? I, I say bitch in a loving way, not duogatory. Who sang Let It Go against Aiden Zane? Britta. We could have that, but you know, the spikers all over the runway. Yeah, true, true. Was Britta also the one with the bubble gun? That I don't remember. Oh well. Yeah. More props. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, there should be one for just props. Oh. Astina, she was the one who was in the pink Mortal Kombat with the mask being her reveal. I love the cosplay aspect. I just thought it was basic. Yeah, I think you should have worn boobs. I think you should drag it up. Yeah. Either boobs, bedazzle, hair, anything. Yeah, because Welcome Sakura knew how to jazz up cosplay. Yeah, except for Sailor Moon one. I thought that one could have done more. And also this one person, I forget who did this, she did a drag cosplay of Daphne, and she did a great job dragging it up. That was Gigi Good. Ah. I thought that could have been done more, actually, too. Gigi Good was always a confusing queen, because I didn't know she was campy until the final round. Oh, yeah, she's a, like, if you need to know the definition of camp, you really look too Gigi Good. Campy and fashion-y. So that look was okay. Then we go to Veronica Green, who was like the 50 mom, turned into a robot. And I thought it was just cool because I just thought of Smart House. Reminded me of the game Fallout. Oh. I forget what the premise was, but basically, German won World War One, So everything's set in the 50s, but they reach a lot of technology advances. So even though they have the 50s vibes, they have like guns that shoots out lasers. It was steampunk. Shut the fuck up. That's literally what steampunk is. Can we swear here? Because I will leave. <laughs> then we go on to Ginny Lemon, who was in like the 60s flower, hippie dippy, and her surprise was the booty. When she sat on the leather couch inside the break room, I wonder how that felt. <laughs> That's so good in that ass. I hope she put a sock over his wanger. Well, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure they're still talked. Oh, you think so? Maybe. Because if Trinity the Tuck taught me anything, you wear that little underwear. Nah, I don't know. And you didn't see any tape. That's how good the Tuck was. It got sucked in the butthole? Yeah, I guess so. Do you think 
they sh- lemon should have left it all like bare and hairy or they should have put like makeup on it to make it look like a clean nice ass i think she should have put a sticker on it oh that would been funny just put like a little cute accessory yeah or like just like a happy face emoji yeah yeah that'd be cool then we get to bibbany bonboo lash who was doing the black balloons which didn't work out too well Found out via social media, it was supposed to be a reveal of, like, a trans flag. It was also supposed to be a gender reveal, I guess. <laughs> a different from Cherry Valentine's one. Yeah. I am surprised Bibini's one wasn't on the bottom just for that terrible look. Yeah. If the execution hit, it would have been great. Yeah, but the paint stuck to all the balloons. Yeah, I don't know, did it, did it get old? Did it dry out? See, my problem is, it wasn't a pretty outfit despite the balloon. Bitch really came out in just a corset and a really weird wig. I understand, but they were trying to do art on this runway. You know, being all fancy or whatever. Get your shit together, vegan. And then we did talk a little about Ahura, who came out in a Lincoln suit and then became a bride. Wasn't that a groom's look and RuPaul just thought it was Lincoln? It looked like Lincoln. With just a top hat. How many people have a top hat during the Everyone wedding? in Britain! Oh, maybe. Yes, Evan Hansen had one. He was in Japan, though. He wasn't in Japan. He was in Japan when he got married. I did not. Everyone flew to Japan? Yeah. I, well, I guess. That's crazy. <laughs> Scat rat. Yeah, it was okay. I'm sorry, Tace. Oh my god, that was a terrible look. Tia Kofi summed it up perfectly. Girl, you just took off a red outfit to reveal a red outfit. And guess what? Blood is more red. Yeah, I was like, what made you think, like, that was a good idea? Like, a reveal is supposed to have, like, contrast. It's supposed to be something you want to look at. You know, like, the transformation is amazing. The reason why we love magical girls. I shit you not, I thought Taste had three outfits, and they were all just red. Because I could not figure out when it started, when it ended. I know, yeah. You know what would have been cool? If she had a red whatever jacket, then she had that a white outfit underneath, and then she spit out the red blood onto it. Ooh, that'd be a good idea. I feel like that's a very draggy thing. <laughs> yes. Then go to Ellie Diamond, who was like the scarecrow, then the tin man, then the lion. Look, I like the idea, and I like the way she paints her face. And this was actually talked about in another episode where they had to do three looks in one. If you took all those looks individually, they're all terrible. Oh. It's like super basic. I was going to say they're all the same. Yes, they were all the same too. And so that's why I don't think this look overall really works. You know how sometimes there's Pokemon where you know they exist if someone reminded you, but if you tried to recall it off the top of your head, you would be like, I I can't remember, I'm blanking. That's Ellie Diamond. I always forget she exists. (laughs) No, you know who's forgettable? Who? Sister, sister. Oh. Sister, sister. She's just like the runt of the litter. The one that you just want gone. I mean, she had that little fancy yellow dress that turned into the complete tattoo fetish gear. Which, like, for sure is... Forget it. I she, mean, was in, sh- she was the star of Pink Beautiful Trauma music video. That music video is cute. Her outfits were just like, how the hell did you get on this show? Okay, wait. Sister Sister's reveal look kind of reminds me of Lawrence Cheney because it was a really baggy outfit in the beginning. And then it went into, like, a dress. I guess? I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said dress. I should have said an unimpressed reveal. Um, You had a type, and then it was just unimaginative at the end. You like Lawrence Cheney's look? I thought because... 
it didn't really it wasn't a nice silhouette compared to her last week's look true and I get why it's because you know you had to have the whole magical girl thing I think one of the judges said that on its own the reveal wasn't that great you could see it a mile away but compared to the other girls it was fantastic <laughs> and then Cherry had the yellow polka dot big cupcake dress and went into like a pregnant woman gender reveal dress okay. did you saw it was going to be pregnancy I did not see that coming maybe it's different if you see it IRL because you see it from a different perspective I maybe mean, there's like a British reference that's clearly in there like I, maybe she went like from like the bun maker because she was a cupcake and then it went to like an actual pregnancy which bun in an oven is also a euphemism for it but overall I was like I don't get it when I first saw it I thought it was interesting and then she took it off and I was like oh you just had two pillows it was honestly just two pillows it was like okay i don't know what the idea behind this was but all right and then the last and one of the worst tea coffees went from that what they called a letter daddy which i was like you guys like it just because it's different i don't know i mean it's it's really weird it's ugly yeah. No matter what you say, it's ugly. And then it went to like a red prom dress. And I will admit that dress was super basic. That's why she won the award. Fairness of basic. I like the dress on its own, not in a drag competition. I mean, sure. Yeah, we could like all these dresses on its own I on the streets. I don't know. Maybe not the leather daddy one, but still. So our, there wasn't even like a top three. Veronica was just top yeah, one. Yeah, she was just top. Everyone else was like, you did well in one part, but not the other. So the bottom was Taste and Cherry Valentine. I don't know if it should have necessarily been these two. I thought Taste did great in her performance. I thought Ellie Diamond was okay. If you had to choose one girl to be on the bottom that was safe, who would it be? If I had to pick a safe queen that I should have thought would have been on the bottom, it should have been Sister Sister. Just put all three of those pat backs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, not Lawrence. Like, I kind of liked that. I thought that they had like a funny scene, you know? Yeah. Like, what am I supposed to do with this? That was funny. I thought Bambi... No, Ginny Lemon. I get the two confused because they're both kind of yellow. Jenny Lemon was pretty good. I didn't care for her. But anyway, so they lip sync to Memories, which apparently is from the Cat musical or movie. <laughs> oh, both. Yeah. I thought it was very boring, but I honestly thought Cherry Valentine had the whole dramatic face look. She didn't move. Taste moved a little to the left. To the left, to the left. Yeah, and Taste moved her arms. You know, I'm you not You said a really funny joke to me off air. Yeah, every step she took, that was one point above Cherry Valentine's. <laughs> who was no better than Charlie. Oh my god. Sorry, I'm not going to talk about that season 9 lip sync. Go Google it. Charlie versus Charlie Taylor. That's the name she was going at at that time. Oh, damn. But yeah, I wish there was a little bit more hand movement. I, when all the queens in the back died crying, I was like, you just really liked the musical because I know this performance didn't move you. Maybe they were sad as <laughs> Cherry Valentine and Taste's performance. How pathetic. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. Taste is so sexy though. That's why she got trade minister. No, for sure. But I'd like to see more wigs from taste. Fair enough. I feel like she just got her black wig and bleached it to be blonde. Thanks for hanging out with us to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race. Season 13, episode 4, and UK... Season 2. UK season 2. Episode 2. Episode 2. And then we're gonna try work on saying the same thing at the same time now. Oh, is that what you would do? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Thanks.